Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Northcote High podcast. I'm Max, and I will be your host for today. The Northcote High podcast is a bi-weekly podcast hosted by different students at Northcote High in Melbourne, Australia. Each episode discusses a different topic that is relevant to the students and other teenagers. Today, we are going to be talking about sexual imagery, particularly in advertising. Talking with me today will be my classmates, Sophia and Jai. Hi, I'm Jai. And I'm Sophia. So, sexual imagery. Imagine you're waiting at the doctor's office. You're bored, so you pick up a magazine and start looking through it. A couple of pages in, you come across a picture of a shirtless man. He's looking at the camera and his eyebrows are raised. But then you realize that the man is holding a bowl of salad and that the picture is actually an ad for salad dressing. Wait, but then why is he in the photo and why does he have his shirt off? This is an example of sexual imagery in advertising. So first... What is sexual imagery? Sexual images are any, in- any images that display sexual acts or other seductive behaviour. They can also include, I- include less explicit sexual Im- messages, such as double meanings. So where are sexual images found? Sexual images can be found all over, but one of the places they are most common is in advertising. In advertising? Yes, advertising doesn't seem like an obvious place for sexual imagery, but if you think about it, you've probably seen lots of ads with sexual images. So how common is it? A study by the University of Georgia found that 20% of magazine ads contain sexual imagery. The imagery doesn't have to pertain to the thing being advertised, it's just used to get the reader's attention. When did sexual imagery first start being used in advertising? Sexual imagery in advertising is not a new concept, but its rates have increased in the last 30 years. Also, the level of explicitness has increased over over time. For example, in the early 1900s, exposed arms and ankles of female models generated the same reaction from readers as particularly nude, nude models today. So what effects does sexual imagery have? Is it bad? There isn't a lot of data specifically about sexual imagery in advertising, but we do know that sexual imagery that's found in other places generally has negative effects on the people viewing it. What sort of negative impacts? The most obvious impact is that people who are exposed are more sexual things. Now, you might think that this isn't necessarily a bad thing, and if you don't want to see the images, then you just shouldn't look at them. This is true for adults, but often it's parents who are concerned about their children seeing these images, which is more understandable. Another problem with sexual images is that they often include and therefore normalize gender stereotypes and unhealthy relationships. They also often include, casually include things like sexual assault, making it seem as like it's not a big deal. For example, a study done on U.S. college students randomly had half the students watch a video containing stereotypical sexual images and one with no sexual images. It found the students showing the video with stereotypical sexual images were more likely to have a positive attitude about advertisal and sexual relationships. So, if sexual imagery has all these negative effects, then why do companies still use sexual images in advertising? The main reason that companies use sexual imagery in their ads is that sexual images catch people's attention. People are more likely to stop and read an ad if they see it contains a sexual image, as well as recall what the ad was about after reading it. 
Another reason that companies use sexual images in advertising is to give themselves a sexy media presence. And if people view them as a sexy brand, then they are more likely to buy things that are from that brand because they aspire to be sexier, like the people in the ads. A good example of this is a woman's lingerie and makeup brand, Victoria's Secret. People think of that as a, that they sell sexy products because that's how it's marketed itself. As a result, women who want to be sexier will probably buy things from Victoria's Secret, even though its products are not actually sexier than any of the other similar brands. So basically, companies that use sexual imagery in their ads don't care about its ne- negative effects on viewers. They continue to use it because it is a good way to catch people's attention and sell more products. Interesting. So now that we have heard all the basic facts about sexual imagery, I want to know your opinions. Do you believe it is okay to use sexual imagery in advertising? No, I don't believe it is okay to be using sexual imagery in advertising. I think it is an issue. A lot of big brands have been exploiting sexual imagery without caring about its impact that it has on people. Most ads contain sexual imagery don't even feature the products that they're actually advertising, but instead feature sexual imagery, using it as an inappropriate way. For example, many perfume ads contain half-naked men and women with no context or reference to the perfume until the very end of the ad. As a result, I, and I assume many other people, associate ads with half-naked people with perfume, which is not a realistic or positive association. I do think, however, that in some advertisements, sexual imagery can be okay, but only if it is not offensive, doesn't contain stereotypes, and is used in the right situation. An example of this would be an ad for swimwear. It makes sense that the people in the ad would show some skin, otherwise they couldn't wear the swimwear that they're advertising. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's all interesting, and I think I agree with that you are, what you are saying, too. It's good to get people's opinions on a topic, as well as just the facts. So, covered a lot in the episode. Do you want to give us a quick summary of what sexual imagery in advertising is? Sure. So, a sexual image is an image that shows a sexual act or other sexual behavior. Sexual imagery is often used in advertising, even if the image doesn't have anything to do with the product being advertised. Yes, and sexual imagery has a variety of negative effects on viewers, including exposing them to gender stereotypes and examples of unhealthy relationships. Before we finish, can you give all our listeners at at the moment some advice about what to do if they see inappropriate sexual images in ads? Okay, we rarely encourage all of our listeners to take a stand against the inappropriate use of sexual images. Some ways you can do this are complain to the company or, if the ad is in, say, a newspaper, complain to the editors of the newspaper. You can also sign petitions against inappropriate sexual images or start your own. Often people say that they're not willing to do these things because they take a lot of work, but you can protest in smaller ways too, such as spreading the word about inappropriate sexual imagery. You can start by telling your friends and family. Another really good way to publicise the issue is to talk about it on social media. Well, great. I think it's time to wrap up. Thank you for coming today to talk with me. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you. Bye. 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 This is the Northgate High podcast, a bi-weekly podcast hosted by different students at Northgate High in Melbourne, Australia. Today's topic was sexual imagery and advertising. I am your host, Max, and I was joined by my classmates, Sophia and Jai. We release an episode every two weeks, with each episode focusing on a different topic topic related to teen, t- 
teenagers today. We hope you stay tuned for our next episode and goodbye until then.